Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Shannon Tam Fam, welcome to the Real Talk Podcast. On this podcast, we talk about real issues. We talk about parenting, love, family, friendships, and everything in between. It is our hope that you will journey with us through some critical conversations. We would like for you to drop us a comment, to share the conversation, and to let us know what you would like to see us talk about on Real Talk. Greetings, Shantam fam. Welcome. Hope everyone is having a great year so far. We're almost at the end of January. Coming to February, Black History Month. Excited for that. Um, Tam and I are here this evening or this morning, whenever you're listening to this episode, because we want to talk a little bit about imposter syndrome and what that means for us as Black women or anyone. Um, But I know for Tam and I, we are going to talk specifically about our experiences as Black women in the field about imposter syndrome. So, Tam, what are your thoughts on this? I know that we've spoke a little bit about it, and it came up in a book that we're reading um, by Trey Anthony when she herself spoke about imposter syndrome. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, so I guess it might be um, pertinent for us to define what that means for those who might not know, Mm -hmm. right? So the imposter syndrome actually describes the feeling of having trouble recognizing one's own skills, knowledge, expertise, and or achievements. And it may result in an individual doubting themselves and their abilities and engaging in negative self-talk, right? Um, And typically, you find this in the workspace right? Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe being um, related to one's career um, and work. And so the imposter syndrome can apply to virtually anything, though, Um, typically in the workspace, but also, um, you know, there are instances where you might, this might happen in just your, or be applied to your everyday life. Like, we always talk about parenting, Oh, Lord, don't even talk about it. (laughs) Don't get us started. Don't get us started on that topic. (laughs) And it can apply even in that respect. Think about your relationships, you know, your marriage and stuff like that. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it can occur in very many facets of your life. But I think 
often um, we find that in the workspace, in the professional space, is where uh. we tend to experience this. And I know that over the course of my career, you know, I can remember the very first job I had out of um, coming out of university. And this was mm-hmm. back home in Jamaica. Mm. And think about this. I don't even remember how old I was then, but me did young. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. Fresh out of university. Fresh out of yes. university. So I probably was about, I don't know, maybe 21, 22. Probably early 20s. Yeah. Yeah, I was in my early 20s. 20s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. And I got a managerial position working with the government in Jamaica. Oh, that's awesome. But you know the people I must say, what a young girl I know. (laughs) (laughs) Just left school where she can't tell we. And that is the thing. That is the discrimination that comes with that. And then you probably uh, second guess yourself to say, am I really qualified to be in this position? Exactly. I was Mm. thinking, um, I know I got the job. I know I did a good interview. Mm -hmm. And coming fresh out of school, you know, say, you know, the principles of business, of management, because I studied management as uh, for my first degree. Mm. So, you know, the principles, but then it comes to the real world. The and I'm thinking, you know, the theory. Well, can I put actually, it in practical. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, can I actually do this? Am I really qualified for this? What were they thinking when they hire me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got into that job and I I excelled. I think I did really well at it. And I was there Mm -hmm. for a number of years. Now, Mm. fast forward, of course, I um, come here and then you're essentially starting from scratch, right? Yeah. So um, land my my working for my current employer, uh, who I've been working for for umpteen years now, so I land my first job with them. And then over the course of the time that I've been with them, I've slowly now begin to move up in positions. And with each incremental move, I'm thinking, should I be here? Like, mm. I don't know if me really can do this. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And... But what I've come to realize, though, and this is only in the most recent of my years, is that, and I told somebody this the other day, and I said to them, I hope you don't take it to think that I am, like, um, what's the term? I used that term. I can't remember now. I said, um, arrogant. I said, I hope you don't think it, take it to think that I'm arrogant. But mm-hmm. I feel now that... Mm-hmm. I can do any job. Mm, okay. As long as you put your mind to it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I can do any job. All I need to do is learn. Yeah. That's the thing. You just have to learn your role. Yeah. Learn what the job entails. Right. And as long as you have the motivation, the skill and the willingness, as you say, I think you can do anything. Right. But I, I don't know, Tam. And I don't know if us black women struggle with this more but i wonder if our white counterparts feel this way when they're at the top 
And when you're the, the higher you go, is the less you see people that looks like you. Mm-hmm. When you're going to different managerial positions and when you're going to different areas, you don't see a lot of black, you don't see a lot of racialized workers. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if our white counterparts think this way or if this is something that we carry in ourselves, that inferiority complex as black people to feel like, we shouldn't be there. Why shouldn't we be there? Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, our years of experience, <laughs> our years of schooling, mm-hmm. our own lived experience, why shouldn't we not be there? So I'm wondering if it that's something ingrained in us as Black people that we care with us. Because I'm wondering, does our white counterparts feel this way? Because when them in a meeting, them show up and out and proud. Even when them not have qualifications like you. <laughs> Real talk. And it's interesting that you say that because I remember even Patrick telling me, you know, in a couple of instances where, where people that he has come across can't remember now in terms of race or whatever. But like he's like, this person can talk the talk. They know every right word. They know every bit of the mm-hmm. jargon in their profession. Mm-hmm. And but when it comes to actually seeing them perform in action, they can't do it. No, there's a problem. Or they lack certain other skills that would otherwise make them successful, right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I've personally seen that too, um, where you're thinking you go into a room and you're in a meeting and you know, somebody that reel off of their tongue all of the right words in terms of what the strategies are that you're yeah, yeah, yeah. pursuing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then know every little bit of background. And then when it comes to you actually seeing them in action, like... Or seeing them in the field. Then yeah, can't seeing pro- them, them in the field produce. or having... Yeah, you're like... Then really? can't write a sentence. I know. <laughs> Real talk, right? Yeah. But I, I, and that's the thing. And you know, something too that when you talk, when you said that, um, you said to someone that you can do any job at this point. I think it's it's important for mm-hmm. us to have workplace mentors, yeah. people that can actually speak life into us and push us and support us. Because sometimes you feel like you're not qualified, you feel like you can't do it, but you don't see what other people see in you sometimes. Absolutely. And that is the sad thing. Like sometimes people from the outside see and say, no man, Tom, Tom can't do this and Tom qualified but you might adult yourself because I have a workplace mentor and she has pushed me from I started my current job as a student, right? Mm-hmm. And pushed me an encouragement. Shan, you need to go do your master's. Shan, you need to take on this position to lead this committee so you can set yourself up for when this job comes up, you can apply. Shan, you need to do this. And encourage me to do the things. And I said, Shan, do the work for me. I'm doing the yeah. work. But she's encouraging me and leading me the right path to do the work and say, I know you can do this and take it on. Because a new committee that came about and I didn't think I could lead it. And Mm -hmm. I mean, pretty much I run with it and I do it right now. And she supported me to say, no, Shan, do this and do that. And stepping out on feet, even in my current role, it was because of her that has supported me and encouraged me. So I think it's important sometimes too for us to have people that sees the best in us and can 
push us because sometimes yeah. we just need a little push. We just need yeah. a little, you know, nudge. Yes. No man, you can't yeah. do it because if that's the case, you you just be comfortable yeah. and be safe and stay in the position that you're at. Yeah. Real talk. Real talk. <laughs> And I haven't been shy about saying this to you, and I've said it to many other people, that you were sort of that person for me, just in, um, like, doing the things that we do now. Like, you Mm -hmm. were the first person to encourage me to write. And, you know, when we talked about even, like, starting the podcast or starting something like the podcast, we did Mm -hmm. start with the videos before. And you were like, yeah, we can do it. And you can do it. And because, you know, I was always one to shy away from, like, public speaking. And that was something that I learned that the negative self-talk will hold you back. And it will like keep you captive. Said, exactly. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you need somebody to counter that. Yes. To help you to really begin to reinforce now the positive, mm-hmm. um, the, the more positive self-talk to move you into different spaces. Because I remember saying to somebody the other day too, that I'm going to stop saying yeah. that I'm not good at public speaking. I'm going yeah. to say I am aiming to be better. At public, at public speaking. speaking, yeah, you're yeah, gonna tighten your craft exactly. Right? Yeah, don't say you can't, you're gonna tighten the craft because yes. once you you start put it that you can't, you can't, you just have to keep yourself down and, and look yeah. at it this way. If our kids should come to us and say, Me can't do this, me can't do that, what are we, we are gonna tell, tell them? them? Exactly, yeah, exactly, right? Exactly, we would be encouraging them to say, No, you can't do it change your mindset right you can you just have to try but it's interesting when you started off you you talk about parenting relationships and different things with the imposter Mm -hmm. syndrome because initially when you talk about that you automatically think about it in a business context workplace different things but you're right even with parenting because i tell you say (laughs) (laughs) my giant is adhd support group (laughs) that we need (laughs) Mm-hmm. no we need it mm-hmm. and I take comfort may I tell you sometimes I'm gonna read some of the posts then because I'm like yo and I'm alone I go through this yeah. right because sometimes you feel like you're just in a space and a box yeah. like you're the worst parent and then when you hear and see some people I go through similar and even worse situations you say boy god I thank you because I'm not the worst parent right. and and men a curse because my child is like this because sometimes those thoughts creep up in your mind are why me why do I have to have a child with special needs why right. does my child have to be like this but me I tell you so sometimes when you hear other people's story and see the things people are going through you say boy me not have it so bad and this is one of the things that is actually recommended too in terms of countering this whole imposter syndrome is that you um you adjust your view of what is considered to be failure mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and that can happen based on you know just how so we always talk about how we struggle. We struggle yeah. with this parenting thing. But you yeah, know real what? Talk. Yeah, real talk. At the end of the day, 
we are doing the absolute best that we can. And, and that's the thing, Tam. Yeah, we will do everything mm -hmm, that we mm -hmm, can. We mm -hmm. are doing the absolute best that we can. And so even in instances where you have not done something right. Yeah. Right? We cannot consider that an absolute failure of yeah. or whether skills in parenting or us just being a parent. Yeah. I know, and I've said this before too, that I've had to apologize to my kids. Right? Yeah. For yeah, real talk. My mind <laughs> and going off on them or, you know, saying mm -hmm. something that I shouldn't have in a moment of anger or whatever, frustration. But I've also stopped considering that to to be an absolute failure on my part as being a parent because kids are one thing kids relationships in general are one thing nobody not have no manual for yeah okay? man, tell you real it's, talk you just yeah. have a your trial and it's error. trial and error mm -hmm. and so I now view my hiccups as opportunities for me to grow I'm yeah. different. I have to look at it that way. Otherwise, mm -hmm. I'm going to be constantly holding myself in a place where I feel like the worst person ever. And that I can't walk around with that shame, exactly. that heaviness, that guilt. It's a lot to yeah. carry. It's a heavy burden for beer. Yeah. So we need to change our view mm -hmm. of the, the, the areas where we have not succeeded in the way that we hope right yeah yeah that we would mm -hmm. and not consider it an a failure but consider it a new opportunity which is something that we've talked about too even in our book club over the course of doing several books yeah it, there it's not failure yeah it's, it's an opportunity to do something different different yeah to change your approach to learn to mm -hmm. grow and mm -hmm. so that is one way that, you know, they have suggested that counteracts this um, imposter syndrome, even in terms of like your relationships and so on overall. Real talk. Real talk. <laughs> no, real talk, right? And that's why this year, Tam, I am intentional about, um, you know, I was in a meeting, a group meeting the other, a meeting at work. And we're talking about one word we wanted to um to 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 really guide us this year. Remember, they have two words. I said, betting on me, right? Mm -hmm. You have to bet on yourself. That's a yeah. true word. Yeah, that's a true word. <laughs> <laughs> betting on me. Yes. Yeah. Tell them somebody that more than one. Because real talk. Yeah. Sometimes because of the things that you go through in life. That mm -hmm. your experiences, right? Be with the children, work, personal relationships, whatever, you feel so inadequate. Like, who am I yeah. to be writing a book? I who know. am I to be doing a podcast? Yeah. Who am I to be opening up a business? Who am I? But yes, I am going to write the book. I'm going to do the podcast. I'm going to do the business. Because you know what, Tam? We all have mess. Yes. Nobody not perfect, even the counselor of a counselor, right. right? We all have mess. So yes, I'm going to bet on me, yeah. regardless of what I am going through, because I know I'm a work in progress, mm -hmm. right? He is still working on me. I am yeah. a work in progress, and I know 
I have so much to give to the world. So I'm not going to allow my current circumstance to prevent me from actually self-actualizing and doing what I can do. So that's what me say, me a bit for me, me a choose Shanique. Yeah. I am choosing Shanique in this season because at the end of the day, Tam, some storms may not ever go away. Right. It's just that we have to know how to navigate them right. or situations with our children. We have special, you know, we know we did this um, podcast or this first YouTube, but we said they're imperfectly perfect. Absolutely. We have imperfectly perfect children that they have their unique skills and abilities. They have yeah. areas that they are they struggle, but it's just us as parents who have to just shift our mindset to see how to support them. Yeah. Right? Relationships are relationships. You know, it come with it ebbs and flows. Some days it up, some days it down. And you have your own individual personal stuff. Everybody have their stuff going through. So why limit yourself because you're going through a situation? Yeah. I you can't. I, yeah. Yeah, I am right there with you. And um, I've made the same choice, too. And I think um, in a lot of instances, what happens too that kind of holds us in that space where we feel mm -hmm. like we don't belong there, or we can't do something yes. is when we look around and compare ourselves to other people who comparison a killer. Yes, who you're thinking like, you have seen there are thousands, millions of authors out there, right? Yes, For yes. For instance, let's talk about writing the book. And, yeah. um, you know, everybody has their story to tell. Mm -hmm. And just the way that somebody else's story may have impacted us, why do we feel that our story is not as valuable or as That's important? Or we not have yes. as much of a contribution that we can give to this world, Right. Or we think our story is not valid. Yeah, but it, it is or it's valid. Not, it's valid. It is and valid. so, and why can't our skills be utilized as well in the same way that everybody else does? You know, I heard somebody comment um, not too long ago about, oh, in this time of COVID, everybody everybody suddenly turn an expert and have something mm -hmm. to say and they were talking about people going on having their own platforms and so yeah. on right like yeah, yeah, yeah and so I'm thinking mm, I wonder what people would think like when we, we decided we were gonna start this podcast oh I wonder if people think so we are gonna think we yeah. know everything or whatever but absolutely whenever. not and that is just a spirit of jealousy you do what the you need to do <laughs> yeah but the fact of the matter is that we feel that through our conversations, mm -hmm. somebody can get something out and of somebody's going to be blessed. Somebody's right. And, and blessed. I think that's what we started with when we started. I was like, it no matter how many people, as long as it's one or two or three people, we're not doing this for riches and fame. Exactly. Can we not get no money out of this? We're people? not getting no money, right? <laughs> real it's talk. All good. Real it's talk. All good. <laughs> Real talk, but we're it it serves such a greater purpose to us than yeah. money. And in the long run, if that is God's will, that's God's will. But that is not that is not like so we're in aid for the money. No. And um actually so many people have how many instances have we put out something and somebody has messaged one of us to say, Oh, thank you so much. Oh, I actually kind of um 
you know, this resonated with me. Yeah, I could absolutely. relate to this or whatever, wh whatever. So, mm -hmm. you know, um, one of the things we need to do is to stop thinking that we're not valuable, like we don't have anything to contribute. Mm -hmm. And to just to debunk that, that thought that you don't belong in a space where you where you choose to put yourself. Yes, you belong there. You have a story to tell. You're you are valuable. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. have a contribution to make. And it might be that some people not like the upfront. Some yeah. people will do well just being in the background if it mm -hmm. is supporting something but mm -hmm. know that your contribution is valuable just the same you belong in that space where you put yourself exactly right? and we know we are we are spiritual people we believe that god not put you know we are where you're not supposed to exactly in terms exactly. of making that contribution exactly right? exactly so you know, people just have to walk in them purpose and bet on yourself. You know, if you're in a position, you're there for a reason, right? Stop telling yourself that you can't do this. Stop telling yourself that you shouldn't be there. Stop telling yourself you're not qualified. And if you need to go, go brush up your skills, go back to school, go brush up your skills, take yeah. a little one course, do a little online thing in the, the, the life of virtual thing. No, you can't get stuff easily accessible. Take a workshop, you know, take a speaking course. If you feel like you need to tighten up on your craft, invest in yourself. But stop yeah. telling yourself that you can't do it and taking on this persona of an imposter syndrome. Yeah. Do you absolutely. have any final thoughts, Tom? No, I just to say that, um, yeah, yeah, you're valuable, you know. Um, and the thing about it is the some of this negative talk that we often um bring on ourselves or reinforce in our minds and in our spirit, it holds us back, right? Um, and so we need to counter that. And we actually have a great episode that's going to be coming up with um, a, a dynamic uh, coach, mm, uh, Coach yes, Ali. Yes. That's going to be coming up soon that yes. everyone needs to listen out Yeah, that for. was a good conversation. Yeah. Um, and he talks about how we can correct some of these things mm -hmm. that we tell ourselves, just catch it and correct it, you know, right away. I would say, like Sean said, bet on you in this season. You belong, you are valuable, yes. you are where you're supposed to be, and you can do even more. Once you put your mind to it, you can do anything that you want to. Indeed. That's it for me. So Shantam Fam, you know, the great time with you sitting with you you know check us out on Spreaker um, you know I always have tongue twist when I have to enter so you have, to, you right. have to give them the information Spotify <laughs> Spreaker um, iHeartRadio podcasts we are also on our YouTube page so I know a lot of people often say oh I can't find you on the um, the, 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 the listening the audio app Mm -hmm. But you can also find us on our YouTube page. The All the episodes are uploaded there. Uh, and that's Shan and Tam. I just find us on YouTube. And also on our Facebook page, Real Talk with Shan and Tam, which is the actual podcast page. Tam, we want to hear from you. 
um, drop us a comment and share this episode with a friend. Share it like food. All right. So you all take care until next time. Walk good. Walk good, fam. Don't forget to visit Shan and Tam on all their social media websites at Sisters Shan and Tam on Instagram, Shan Tam Lodge Dashley on Facebook, and check out their blogs at shanandtam.blogspot.com. Tune in again next time on Real Talk.